Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Thanks for joining me on today's edition of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. My name is Minyoki. I serve as our discipleship pastor at the Oceanside Congregation. Do you love Lord of the Rings? I love Lord of the Rings. It's one of my favorite series of all time. I read it when I was younger, and it grew up me as I got older. Um, I was in middle school when the movies came out, one after another. And when you're watching these epic movies, oftentimes what you miss is the travel time it takes between one place and another. For example, um, going from the Shire where the hobbits live to their first town, or even onto uh, Rivendell where they meet the elves for the first time. In the movie, it's a couple of shots, and 10 seconds later, they just appear. And so there's this sense of, well, this world must be really small. And that's what I thought I had in my head when I had watched these movies, is that, oh, this world is pretty, pretty small. Until I came upon a YouTube video that showed kind of the scale of the entire map, that these places were not just a day's journey apart, but many, many days, that when we see Gandalf riding across a plane from one place to another, that it wasn't just a few hours of riding, but several days of riding. And so if you look at the map from an an accurate size from the, the top down, as if you could see everything at the same time, you realize there's a lot of small things happening in very many places that have a large consequence. When we think about what Jesus' work on the cross does, we often tend to focus in on one place or another, and we forget maybe the grandeur, the scale of what God is accomplishing through Jesus' sacrifice and then his resurrection. The scale of God's work should not be missed. And sometimes it's too much for us to kind of gather together. We have the fact that his work on the cross is a story of redemption, of reconciliation, of renewal, and all of those have their own word pictures. When I was in college, I was fascinated by the fact that we are called to be reconcilers, that Jesus' work on the cross was not just for the reconciliation of man to man, but also man to God's creation. I was forced to look at how God wanted us to steward the earth, that from the very beginning, uh, man was meant to steward the world around us in such a way that God's beauty would flourish. And what does that mean for us now as Christians who believe or we desire to follow God to be stewards of earth in much of the same way? But like a large map where all the characters are moving around, there's always one point, one place that you can return to get the foundation. In Lord of the Rings, wherever you saw Sam and Frodo, that's where you wanted to follow. 
that while there were so many of other things that were going on, it was all dependent on Sam and Frodo. Even if Gandalf and the other characters accomplished the goals, if Sam and Frodo did not do what they were meant to do, it was all for naught. And much in the same way in the grand scheme of God's story, there is a core premise that it needs to be understood, that needs to be held at the very center of what God is trying to accomplish. The redemption of our relationship to him. That from the very beginning, what we see with Adam and Eve is not a desire for a new idea when they pick the apple, but a breaking of relationship between man and God. And Jesus' work on the cross is an invitation back into that relationship. That while, yes, there are other things that it accomplishes and other goals that it attains, at the very center of it is the quest that God has to have a relationship with his most beloved creation, man, woman, me, and you. The way God talks about his relationship with us over and over in the Bible, is deeply personal. It is not impersonal. It is not far away. Revelation 3.20 says this, See, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. In a lot of cultures, eating with somebody at the table is a deeply personal experience. It's a special thing. You're not just inviting a stranger. You're inviting somebody that you want to know, that you want to have a relationship with. When you invite them to your table, you're inviting them into your world, into your place where they eat your food or you enjoy their food the way that they like to do so. God, in the way that only he could do, writes a story where at the end of the day, around all the other things that are moving around, is this quest to have dinner with you and me often. That that would be life. Communion at the table. Us getting to know him. Experiencing his love and his joy. He wants to share that with us. And Jesus' work on the cross, the chief end of that, while it glorifies the Father, is an open invitation to his table for us to be reconciled with our creator, with our father, with our friend, with our sustainer, with our everything. So as you go about your day, remind yourself often that God desires a relationship with you, a deep one, a personal one, where he knows your everything, and that you get to experience him in raw authenticity. That he's knocking at the door and he's asking, do you want to have dinner with me? That God is personal. And his work on the cross was a personal act that becomes an invitation for you and me to personally know him. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. 
If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.